Hey, everybody. Welcome to Return to Oswald. My name is Derek. As always, I'm joined by two of the best, uh, Scar and Brandon. Um, Scar, how you doing? I'm good. We the best. Who? We, nigga. Like, I've heard that song uh, again for the first time in quite some time. And I, just the, the veracity of him saying nigga is always startling to me. He's very happy to have the opportunity to say nigga. Like whenever he says nigga, it's like that old lady, whenever she gets a chance to do a testimony in front of the church. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what's going on? How you doing? Oh, you had me muted. I'm great. <laughs> I feel vindicated. I feel loved and appreciated. Um, I'm starting to enjoy this show a lot because I'm right. And when I'm right about a show, uh, at least in the short term, I can brag about being right. Um, it makes me enjoy the show even more. So I'm feeling wonderful. And what, what Brandon's talking about is stuff that happens in, uh, episode four of return of uh oz the hbo show what we do is brandon's never seen the show before so we're living vicariously through him um episode four was called capital p um and in it governor devlin has reinstated capital punishment in the state and the first oz prisoner scheduled to die is jefferson king uh who killed a latino in their skirmish uh but before he's executed king donates a kidney to his ailing sister what the fuck were you right about? Honestly, I'm not even saying that to be mean. I'm Hold just on. confused. Was there a time jump? I feel like there was a big time jump. Yeah, between the time where he donated the kidney and he died. No, before the last episode and this episode. Yeah, they skipped past the whole trial there. The whole trial situation. Yeah, they had to skip past like mad months. But, but they didn't <laughs> skip past the whole trial. I mean, they had the trial long enough to show that that nigga, they showed the video, which was a huge question I had throughout this entire episode. I th- hold on. I thought they were, were going to stuff out the old man, bro. No, but wait, they showed the video at the trial. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they the guy didn't. was the guy was watching the video when they rolled up on the old man, and then they yeah. took him out, and then the dude pulled out the the tape. Yeah, but at the beginning, when Jefferson is sitting there with his dad, aren't they watching the video at the trial? No, no. It's, it's cut in there. This in is the, like it's interesting. Okay, this is like what what was that movie we watched? Minister Society, where they kept watching the video of shooting the dude in the um. In the in the um, convenience store, and it got passed around. That's essentially what the cops was doing. Yeah, for also, sure. But I just I just thought that the way that the the look on Jefferson's face and his dad's face were so horrified that I just thought they saw the video. You know, so because they saw the video. The next logical question would have been, "How did you get a video of this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that that literally shaded my entire question and answer. Like that knocks like six questions off my list right now. okay yeah it was it was intercut so it was one of those things to where it's like yeah it seemed like there was something but like no the cops was watching that he was watching it was like he was watching it like i need to watch this one last time he looked like (laughs) he looked at that movie like he had lotion in one hand and it was under the desk also i didn't know hacks was a a term for a derogatory term for police. I had never heard that before. It's not a derogatory term. Please just think it's a derogatory term. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hacks. Hacks is something that they call uh, security guards, right? Yeah, 
nigger's not a derogatory term for black people. Black people just think nigger's a derogatory term for black people. I realized that right as I said it. So <laughs> I thought hacks was just, I always heard, see, I'm basic. I hack thought is, hacks was just somebody who's not good at something. It is. And, 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 um, yeah, they think that the, the security guards are not good at being cops. And so that's the, why they're hacks. And oh, the cops well, can't why. hack it at being cops. So that's why they became COs. <laughs> That makes sense. But Governor Devlin is still a dickhole. Um, still. Like like undefeated. Um, Sister Peter Marie said that she's not down for capital punishment. Uh, she's going to protest. And Leo, the warden, was like, well, if you protest, I got to fire you. And she, she literally pulled cards on him like, bitch, please. I can get a job <laughs> working with fifth graders. I can get a job working in Bora Bora. The look on her face was very much like she wanted to pull a train a day. You disloyal. Like, <laughs> she, like she wanted to, it's like she wanted to do that. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she started talking about all kinds of stuff. I could be, I could be teaching in Pelican Bay. I, I could be prom of- queen. <laughs> that was the first time I was right. I tried to tell y'all last week how terrible the warden is. And Rashani's like, he's he going against the, no, he's going, no. McManus is going behind the warden's back. He's the, go, He shouldn't do it. I'm like, he's terrible. The warden he, said he's, straight up, the warden said straight up, if you do this, Governor Devlin's already said he's going to fire anyone who does this. The warden didn't say, I'll fire you. Matter of fact, yes, the warden gave her her job no. back. No, 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 no. You got he it said, wrong. You're trying said, to defend he said, him. He said, he said, if you do this, you're fired. Yes. The, no. Well, the warden said that Governor Devlin said that he's already trying to cut budgets. And the first thing that will be gone is your job. And then Sister Marie said, are you threatening me? And then he said, no. He, he did a smart little thing. He's like, no. And she says, so what are you going to do if I go out there? And she said, you're fired. He is a terrible person. He's the worst. He's much worse than McManus so far. Leo is This not. dude is all about the money and how things look. He don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't care how many inmates got to die. I don't care how shitty I got to be towards my inmates as long as I don't ruffle any feathers. Sister Marie was like, yeah, if I don't have this job, I'll go get another job. I'm not compromising my principles to that level. The warden's like, sign me up to compromise my principles. I don't <laughs> care. Just sign me up. As long as the money's coming through, I'll do whatever this asshole governor wants me to do. Again, I respect governor, people with principles. Y- yeah, sure. Um, so <laughs> that's why you're a big man to supporter. Yeah. You can't be man to supporter on this one. Yeah, sure. So, so um, wait, this, wait, no, 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 wait. Yeah, sure. You're you you like people who stand for their principles. Okay. So you're the guy who's gonna stand up against his boss every time, right? Like that's you. No, once you cross a line. Wait, no, that's, that's going to you every time, right? Like, you're going to be the one who's always going to stand against your boss, right? No once matter you cross what. cross a line, yes. He crossed that line. McManus, the first episode, McManus said how he felt, but he did what the warden wanted to, eventually. And then he did what the warden wanted to. And then, last episode, it got to a point where he was like, hey, man, this is going too far, and you ain't doing nothing about it. And everybody has a line where you'll take enough shit, but at some point, you're like, hey, man, this got to stop. 
I got to stand up for at least what I believe. At least right now, I got to stand up for what I believe. And if it don't work, fine. And Sister Marie was like, Sister Marie been through a lot of shit too. She probably saw a lot of immoral shit during the time in Oz. But this was the line that she couldn't cross. Everybody has a line. This was the line that she couldn't cross. And she said, hey, man, I'm not willing to cross this line. And if it costs me losing my job, so be it. I just have to lose my job. I like Sister Pete as much as the next person. Not only do I think she's fantastic, I think she's a gorgeous old lady. Like, really? I'm like, damn, she pretty. But yeah, as as you as some people would say, she's a dope old bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, sometimes the things you stand for, you know you're gonna end up getting fired for them. And she right. literally look, she you can't work at the prison and protest the death of a prisoner. Those two things don't work together. Why? We ask cops to do that shit all the time. We ask cops to do it. Their bosses don't. No, but when they don't do it, we get mad. I I don't. That's not. That's the least of the problems I have with cops. Honestly, <laughs> literally, in the long string of things. Mm, and y'all don't protest with us is at the bottom of the list. No, it's not the protest part. It's like, why don't y'all stand up against the other cops? She's she's standing up against the she's death not penalty. standing up against the other cops. She's saying she's gonna protest against the death penalty. She doesn't even care about King getting killed. Honestly, also, to, to, what keep it 100, keep it 100. She doesn't care about King getting killed well, because she does the same body. thing for Letalian at the end. She just doesn't like the death penalty. Yeah, what's wrong with that? She doesn't give a fuck who's dying. She's just against the death penalty. Therefore, she's not protesting in defense of an inmate. She's protesting the idea of the death penalty. So Boom. she's protesting for all inmates. Negro. <laughs> That's what she's doing. <laughs> I don't care who gets domestic violence. I don't want anybody to get domestic violence. I'm against domestic violence. Not domestic violence for Susie. That's, I'm not saying that's what you were saying. I'm just saying that's how she thinks. I don't care who's the one that's getting killed. I don't care if you murder 37 people honestly, or you murder one person. I don't honestly, think you when not. she spoke up, her thing was I'm against abortion, something else, and the death penalty. All of them are wrong. I think that it's more her religion that has her doing this than it is, you know, her yeah. indoctrination. Which leads us right back to what we said about Keen last episode, where that nigga became a Muslim and all of a sudden started trying to fight his brother. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a completely different person this episode. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, So the next thing is, but there um, was a time jump. To be fair, yes. Oh yeah. So because there's no way you can go from this nigga uh, in his cell making tea and shit. Like, (laughs) what the fuck happened to you, dog? Ain't no way he's gonna go from close open and close case to the trial to this nigga's dying within like a week. Yeah, it's been <laughs> damn, so homie. In him city, you was the man, homie. The fuck happened to you? Like and that's. So we find out because Wang Wangler is in there. Wangler rages this episode like Bodie is hot. He's like, yo. They can't be killing my nigga. He he finally tells us Heyman's name, which is Markstrom. They can't kill my nigga. Uh, that's fucked up. Whoop whoop whoop. Meanwhile, Schiller oh, is oh, walking past. Oh, you mean past. Say Man? 
Say man. Yeah, say man. Um, meanwhile, Schillinger's walking past and he lets his boys know that he thinks lethal injections for pussies. And Rebido's talking to Beecher. <laughs> and Rebido lets them know that he's the last person the state actually executed. This motherfucker's a wizard. <laughs> yes. I started yes. to believe he can talk to God. His life was saved because of the 1965 blackout. He was literally getting electrocuted as the lights went out. And so while the lights went out, that's the first time he met God. And God told him to play the oboe. <laughs> like, so do you play the oboe? No, I ain't got the list for that shit. I ain't got the list for that shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, and later on, um, O'Reilly is... Oh, by the way, Schillinger's scary as shit. I just had to get that out. He he's is. terrifying. He's fucking terrifying. He is because he's so, like we said, he's so calm and nice about the racism and just he's, everything he does. He is so matter of fact about everything. He's just kind of like, yeah, that's for pussies. Yeah, <laughs> hang up. Like I would choose if I, I would choose a hanging. Yeah, I'm like, like you know what? Ain't no nigga gonna choose to be hung. No. <laughs> Not no. me. Mm-mm. Like, like he's the type of motherfucker that if he was up for this, he'd be like fire on his squad, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> so, Beecher, so Beecher runs up on O'Reilly while O'Reilly's in his uh, cell reading a book and smoking weed. Beecher takes the uh, joint from him and starts smoking. Beecher's like, yo, this whole thing that happens to Keen is kind of crazy, right? O'Reilly's like, yo, motherfucker. Nah, he was like, the video had to have been there for somebody to see it. And O'Reilly's like, fucking up. You fucking up. You need to stop talking about this. And basically says so much to Beecher that Beecher should have known right there out the gate that O'Reilly was dirty. Right. Mm-hmm. But snake ass nigga, bro. But he didn't. O'Reilly literally fucked up by saying too much to Beecher at that point in time. Um, I was proud of Beecher. I'm always know, proud of Beecher. I was proud of Beecher. He was trying to do the right thing. He was trying to help us how he can. He even helped try to help O'Reilly with his bullshit ass appeal. And no, then, he didn't. No, he didn't. He was using that as a cover to try to help King. And then he, when no, he initially got he was caught, trying to no, help O'Reilly. Initially, he said he looked at his appeal and it wasn't going to work out for him. I guess that's how him and O'Reilly became friends enough to smoke weed together. And then and then he's like, look, man, this is not right. He's like, I'm not a defense lawyer, but I know law a little bit. Like, this ain't this ain't it. And I was like, good job, Beecher. Like, you've been in prison for a little while. You've had to deal with probably the worst person, one of the worst people in the prison with Schillinger. And you still got some type of morality to you, at least at this point. I give you credit for that. So, uh, Beecher says, you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a go, go get myself put into uh, AGSAG. PC so I could talk with Keen and figure out what's going on. Um, while he goes back to get things set up, Schillinger calls him over. He's like, hey, bitcher. <laughs> yes, because I had subtitles on it. He's totally calling bitcher. Hey, bitcher. <laughs> Yo, come on over here. And and uh, Beecher's talking to him, fully aware of what of who he's talking to, fully aware he's talking to a client, uh, uh, Aryan Brotherhood motherfucker. And he's like, hey, don't you think the Keen is innocent? And Schillinger's like, I don't care. It's another nigger dying. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, why the fuck are you having this conversation with Schillinger? <laughs> of anybody you could have this conversation with, why him? Schillinger and, sticks to his guns. 
Right. And so Beecher is the same one who only one who sees it as self-defense. He's still asking because what O'Reilly ended up saying that fucked him up was like, yeah, uh, those two Latinos should have just killed him when they threw him in there. And he was like, how do you know that there were two Latinos in there? How did they, they did the cops put him in there? Why are they in there? Why were they in the gym in the first place? Asking the question ain't nobody else asking. So Beecher decides to get sent to uh, Agsad to talk to uh, King King Tootsie or whatever his name is to Teasy 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 yeah to uh, see what really went on, and I just want to say I like Leon for all the shit I give him I like Leon a lot but fuck if Jefferson Keen isn't obnoxious as shit like he went went 100% kung fu like he's in that bitch making tea and he's just like I'm at one with the universe ass nigga like get the fuck out of here like this nigga Beecher goes, he gets sent to AgSag so he could talk to TZ and this shit happens. Keen? Keen. Keen. Who wants me? Beecher. Tobias Beecher. I need to talk to you about your trial. I read your transcript. You weren't very cooperative with your attorneys. I killed Martinez. Well, why didn't you tell the lawyers that you were set up? Look, Johnny Post killed Theodore Ordelani because I told him to. Now the wise guys know that. Now they want me dead. If they kill me, one of my homeboys is going to kill them. And then they're going to kill another one of my boys. And on and on and on. My death can put an end to that. Not necessarily <laughs> i'm sorry i laughed when that nigga said that like if i die one of my homeboys is gonna kill an italian if i don't die here an italian's gonna kill me then in response one of my homeboys is gonna kill the italian then the italian's gonna kill my homeboy and it's gonna go on and on and on because he doesn't know the adabisi and we're like fuck this dude and beach is like i don't think these niggas gonna ride for you like that I think you'll be fine. <sighs> Look, if I die, I feel like I might go to heaven now. But if I go back to heaven city, I might go back to my old ways. I may lose my faith and my soul. I'm at peace right now, Beach. Please don't take that from me. Look, I'm not responsible for your soul. But as a lawyer, I am responsible for justice. I don't need your cooperation to file an appeal on your behalf. Beecher, please don't. It's something I have to do. We gotta get a hold. It's something I have to do. You know good and damn well. Now you couldn't see you couldn't see his hands, but you know when he said the word justice, he balled his fists up. Um <laughs> I'm an agent of justice. Justice. Bitch. <laughs> this is I, justice. And this is peace. <laughs> Leon wanted to go. Leon, Leon wanted to go. Leon wanted to go, yes. But he's been wanting to go. At the same time, Leon 
wants to make everything about him when it's not about you. Nigga, you murdered somebody in self-defense. If your homeboys want to ride for you, so be it. You know that these niggas set you up. You can go and talk to somebody and say, yo, the cop set me up. Go look for this video. Healy is out there somewhere. You looked up and saw him. You looked him dead in the eye. Nah. I'm, I, about the cop? Yeah. He looked him dead in the eye. You can't tell me that no. Who's gonna believe him? Because he saw he saw he saw Healy after he killed dude and went Wolverine. And he went Wolverine after he saw them looking at him. So he knew that shit existed. Because they hanging out the they hanging inside of the window from the outside. Now the logistics of that. The world will never fucking know. Like, did they have mm-hmm. a scaffolding out there or some shit? Because mm-hmm. they were on the outside looking through the window. But he saw the camera, so he knows exactly what the fuck just happened. So Beecher is back in the library talking to Rebido, and he's like, yo, something's up. Can you try and get hands on this tape? <laughs> he almost got my man killed. He got Rebido choked the fuck out. Yes, I thought they were going to kill him. I... I I, I thought they were going to kill Reba, though. Like, you know. So, Man, meanwhile, Schillinger comes in, and he's like, yo, what are you reading? And and Beecher's like, I'm still doing the defense for O'Reilly. And Schillinger's like, didn't you tell me that that was going nowhere? And Beecher was like, yeah, but, you know, he wanted me to take another look, so I am. And Schillinger turns to the librarian and <laughs> says, get the fuck out. Go on break. Yeah, go on break. Go on break. <laughs> he knew what was up. He knew librarian what was runs. And um is <laughs> the librarian was like that dude in um that dude in the color purple when shit starts to pop off. He folds up the thing on his on his piano and gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> so he sits down next to uh Beecher and he looks at the books that he's reading. Beecher's trying to cover him up. Like everything you're doing screams suspect. But uh, he's like, yo, this is this is about a stab execution. And Beecher's like, ooh. And Schillinger's like, yeah, O'Reilly's not up for execution. And Beecher's like, ooh. And Schillinger's like, eat it. He's such a bully. Beecher said what? He tore the page out the law book and said yeah. eat the page. Yeah, he went full on eat the cake in the May. Ah, he forced the cake the cake. He forced the page into his mouth and then after he ate the page, he shoved another piece into his mouth and said, "Here, eat another." <laughs> <laughs> now, as a kid, I, I got to say I've eaten paper before. Yeah, I've been there. And um, well, you know, you you we did it to make spitballs. You don't um, eat it. Well, if somebody's coming over to you, if the teacher's coming up on you while you're making <laughs> your spitball, you better swallow the evidence. <laughs> so I can tell you right now that that paper is fucking gross. Yeah. I should have did. I should did that shit in tenth grade when I got hit up. Um, for passing notes in class. Yeah, just and, eat it. And that, that was the same day that my dad did a pop-up. So instead of sending me to the office, my dad showed up like five minutes after that shit got taken from me. And I called the teacher a bitch on a piece of paper. Um, <laughs> and, then my, and then my dad shows up 
And my dad doesn't say a word. The, the teacher just hands the note to my dad. Yeah, your teacher was a snitch and your dad was a real man. <laughs> um, no, nah, your dad, I would have liked to have met him, honestly. You've, you've met him. Wait, what? We've ju- we are just alike. You've met him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you've, met him. you've met him. So uh, Beecher comes back to O'Reilly after Rebido gets his ass whooped and probably tells Beecher, I got my ass whooped. And O'Reilly's listening to him. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Have some heroin. Yeah. We're going to get you high today. And so they're watching TV after that uh, in, in the day room, all the gangsters. There's a lot more gangsters than there are to run with Adebisi and 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 uh, Sayman and and Wangler. There's a whole lot of black dudes in there that are real gangsters, more most likely. Um, and Saeed is watching TV with him, and all the hate on TV made Saeed drop. Yeah, what was that? I, I was so confused. I, I did not understand that at all. All I know is that the next. I, I think I think he has I think he has blood pressure issues and he doesn't take his pills. All I know is that the next thing that happens is that we we go to the hospital and we find out that that King's sister has kidney failure, um, and McManus is talking to Doctor Nathan about it, nailing himself to the fucking cross with fucking self-pity because he couldn't save Ortolani or Keen. It's my fault. It's my fault they're both dead. (laughs) Their death sits on me. I am the blame. I feel the pain and no one else. Like, seriously, fuck this guy. Yeah, because could any of this shit happen in Jim Pop? Yep. This is all on me. Bleeding heart liberal who don't care about nobody but himself. Um, and also, I just want to point out the King's dad after the court case and um, after he talked with King for the last time um, while King was in the hospital, you know, um, because King ended up getting the surgery done for his uh, sister. King, King's dad, Frankie Faison. King, King's dad wire, comes in. And that's what I was going to say. They had such a... Um, a, a wonderful talk and he felt so pained about his son's death that the nigga packed up and moved to Baltimore and became a uh, commissioner. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> He's Commissioner Crossover. Burrell from The Wire. Um, I just love Frankie Faison. He's a really great actor. He was also uh, the landlord from uh, Coming to America. Oh yeah, yeah. He does this, um, and he doesn't have a listing for two, which sucks. He's oh, I also uh, started the new season of The Expanse. He is in an episode of The Expanse. He's Thank everywhere. You, Scar. Thank you. I will that start watching it. Show. Okay, I will start watching it. It's really good. I will like, stop. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, no, I'm just saying it's, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I've heard that the first season is boring up until like the fifth episode, which makes it curb your enthusiasm. Anyways, um, no, the, the 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 first season is decent until you get to the end and you find out what this what all of this is really about. Okay, cool. Um, 
it's but it's it 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 is solid it's world building up until that point and okay. i wouldn't i wouldn't call that boring dope. um and then it goes from there and it dope. really set his ass straight scar i I, 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 I i don't need to be set straight i'm gonna watch it i finished i finished That's all friends I finished, are for. I finished all three seasons when i started it was only three i finished all three seasons in a week um that's what friends are for. <sighs> so, Next. anyways, TZ is being real nice to his brother um, right before he dies. And I'm wondering if that's because Saeed told him to be nicer to his brother to try and bring him to Allah or what. But his brother's like crying tears of moisturizer onto his dry ass scalp. Uh, talking about I like being queer, um, which is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Not the fact that he he likes being, you know, not the fact that he's gay, but the fact that he's trying to explain himself and his sexuality to his brother. And the only way that they could write it where he would ab- was able to explain it back in 97 is I like being gay like it's a choice. That is something that totally did not age well to me. It still pokes me in the chest every time that I hear it. Um, does he have much of a choice? No, no, he does not. Uh, so then after that, um, damn, O'Reilly leaves out and he's he's playing checkers with uh, with um, Augustus. And while he's playing checkers with Augustus, Joey walks up on them. And it's like, yo, man, you lost a bet. And this happens. Garlic. D'Angelo, cap the ten and walk away. So Joey D'Angelo runs up on uh, O'Reilly and is like, yo, that bet you place? And they're like, yeah, well, you lost. And O'Reilly's like, okay. And D'Angelo's like, I'll, well, pay me now. And O'Reilly's like, I'll pay you later. And D'Angelo's like, no, pay me now, motherfucker. <laughs> so they start fighting. They start tussling in the day room. Wellesley comes over and tells uh, D'Angelo to count to 10. And they both walk in separate directions. Just for that, O'Reilly goes to the brothers and does this. Fucking Dago just back. You lose, white boy. No. I never lose when it counts. I'm telling you, Jefferson was set up. By who? Come on. You don't have to be John Thompson to figure out the game plan. No, it was the wise guys that did it. Shabetta sent Jefferson to the gladiator ring? No, not Shabetta. I've been asking around. Looks like Joey D'Angelo was Rogan. Ever since Ortolani croaked, D'Angelo's been wanting to move up, but the old man's been slow. So D'Angelo took it on himself to off Jefferson just to impress the old man. Fucking mook, D'Angelo? If D'Angelo got Jefferson the death penalty, we gotta execute that motherfucker. I swear to God. You fellas do what you gotta do. But with all this shit that's been going on around here, if you whack D'Angelo, Glenn's gonna lock us down for good. So what are we supposed to do? You two work in the kitchen, right? D'Angelo works in the kitchen. 
Maybe he has a little accident. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, why are you so hard on justice for Jefferson now, white boy? Because hmm? Jefferson took care of Orlando for me. I owe him. Good morning. I really do love and want to point out the fact that uh, Adam BCC's right through O'Reilly. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't understand how his snakish ways at this point? Like, why the fuck you care about Jefferson now, white boy? <laughs> so, also, I just I, I um, want to point out that the next part that happens is quite honestly straight comedy to me. Um, I'm called an hour back, Ooh. and uh, as you know, uh, Sister Peter, uh, Sister Peter Marie, is uh, not around. So the uh, the warden asked me to uh, pinch so you. You want Sister Pete? Um, <clears throat> uh, she's not here. So uh, today we're going to be shut talking- the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this came out of nowhere. <laughs> He said that shit went all in his chest. You know? His entire <laughs> chest. That white guy was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> I think I quit. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, a 39-year-old black man, six foot seven, stood up and told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, he didn't even stand up. He said that shit from the desk. No, but that's like, why he's gonna tell the other cops. Yeah. Uh, th- the fact that, like, how how do you get this shitty ass job? How are you a substitute teacher in prison? Like, how do you get this job? That has to be like you have to have the worst luck ever. Well, I think he was a, a backup counselor because they were able to find the budget money to take Sister Peter Marie's place. And so, as the counselor, he also became like the substitute teacher because she says she also taught fifth grade or she could teach fifth grade kids, which means those. Guys probably have a fifth grade education. Anyhow. I now, I now has a sense. So, right? So, um, <laughs> next thing that happens, O'Reilly tells them he should have an accident. Joey should probably have an accident in the kitchen. So, these niggas hit Joey in the head with like a tenderizing hammer. No, no, no they, you know, you remember that scene in Ace Ventura 2? Where he where he offends the the tribe and they started bouncing his head off of drums and shit like that's what this reminded me of. Mm-hmm. They, they gave this dude the business without actually giving him all the business, but that shit seemed like Ace Ventura too to me. They stuck that nigga's head into the washing machine area, which has really hot water, by the way. And then they took the very hot water spigot and pointed it directly at his face and sprayed. They didn't kill him. But it was enough to put him away for a while, and in steps O'Reilly to try and assist Shabetta. O'Reilly, snake ass nigga, dog. O'Reilly's doing too much though. He's doing too much at once. Yes. He's got to slow down because it just—it's going to become. He's had some decent excuses so far that could kind of help him get away with it, because people are letting their anger overcome their brains. Uh, but eventually, like people are gonna start putting two and two together, and he's gonna be fucked. He but but he doesn't have to put two and two together because remember, I don't know whether it's this episode or the last. Uh, the 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 CEO dude goes to Beecher, and it's like Ryan O'Reilly is off limits, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so, that he didn't even last episode. Yeah, last episode. Anything. So he was he was already put out at that point. But they, of course, they say all of this shit to Beecher because you know. Uh, Beecher's a sub. He's and, not gonna say shit. And, and yeah, he's not gonna be able to do nothing about it. 
but the 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 real shit is like they are all doing way too fucking much. Mm-hmm. Too much. And so the next thing that happens is they show Joey in the hospital. Groves is the acting attendant that's helping him out. And he has his hand on his forehead like he's poor, poor baby. Like literally has his hand on his forehead. He's like, poor guy. And as he walks away, he has blood on his hand from Joey. And he fucking licks his hand like, oh, my God. Groves is straight up crazy, y'all. We never... We never spoke about the fact that, like, what during the fight last episode, when he was on the other side of that fence, just and watching he, it eating popcorn, and he was he seemed so aroused, like by mm-hmm. just grown men just kind of fighting, mm-hmm. just like, oh, oh, is he gonna bleed? Is he gonna bleed? Uh, like, come on, dog, like, calm the fuck down. Like, we get it. You're crazy. You eat people. You are full on crazy. He crazy. So next thing that happens is that unfortunately, uh, even though he cut himself and stabbed himself in the hand is an act of absolution to the Lord. Uh, Alvarez's baby is, is going to die. Uh, and that's oh, gonna... before this didn't, um, didn't the warden go visit, um, didn't he go visit, um, Jefferson in the prison cell? Cause I wrote down a note. That was very important, and I don't remember where it happened, but I know. It was yeah, that was when Alvarez. Billy was that when Billy was. Um, no, sorry, go ahead. Because I wrote down a note, and I don't. It, I know it was before Alvarez, um, because this is another. This was under my list of the warden's trash. I have a whole list. Um, <laughs> he says to Jefferson, "You better do something, or I'm gonna get you a rabbi." When he was talking, because he was a Muslim and he's threatening him by saying, I'm going to get you a rabbi. No, 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 wait. He wasn't talking to Jefferson. He was talking to Saeed. He oh, said, Saeed, Sa- yeah, he said to Saeed, look, if you two, because Saeed was saying, oh, yeah. I need him, I need to be able to talk to him uh, mm-hmm. before his death. And uh, Leo was like, yo, I don't want you and the brothers passing notes back and forth to one another. If I find out that you are passing notes back and forth to one another, I'm going to send him in with the rabbi, which is probably hella offensive to a Muslim. I don't know if y'all like well, well, they say, have they listeners say, who are Muslims, like, let me know. But I but Saeed, he knows Saeed has a thing about Jews. And that's what I was going to say. Like, is it just a Saeed thing or is it a actual true concern? Well, I mean, when you think about it, like it, a lot of the people in the nation of Islam don't have very nice things to say about Jews. They don't have really nice things to say about anybody. <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, y'all. This is Derek. We want to thank y'all so, so much for taking time out to listen to this show. What we'd like for you to do right now, wherever you're at, is screenshot your phone iPad or whatever you're listening to the show on and send it to us on Twitter at return to Oswald. We'll retweet it to everybody and show that you're a part of the family. Also, if you'll be so kind as to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast at and subscribe and follow, we'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much and back to the show. So the very next thing that happens is that Alvarez's baby is going to be taken off life support, which is like heartbreaking to me. 
um, even though it's, you know, a, a TV show and all, death or a baby dying is like just, ugh. And so at first, uh, the, the warden is like, I'm, I'm not going to let him go see his baby. And so what McManus does is he goes to Father Ray and he's like, yo, call over to the Cardinal and get it set up to where the Cardinal protests him not being able to go see his baby. Father Ray is like, yeah, uh, me and the Cardinal got beef. Right. How <laughs> you think I got here? Because when I worked for him, I said shit he didn't like and he sent me here. Which is when we find out that he's a prisoner too, <laughs> right? Um, so McMahon's like, "I don't give a fuck about your troubles." <laughs> of course, get some balls, shady ass McMahon is here, right? And so he dips out while Ray's still talking. He literally dips out and, and closes the door on him. Uh, then he goes to Saeed and and talks to Saeed, and Saeed calls over to a minister of Islam. I guess they both raised enough of a fuss, the Cardinal and the Imam, that they were able to uh, get Alvarez a chance to go to the hospital for his baby's last moments, which again, I think is cool. Not cool that the baby died. I think it's cool that he was able to spend some more time with his child before uh, the baby passed. Um, After that, Alvarez and Father Ray sit down and have what I thought was a really nice talk. Um, And and I just, I think that it is one of those conversations where you sit back and you say, huh, okay. Um, A relationship is building between these two. Hopefully, you know, it, it goes well for both of them in the future. Maybe they'll continue to grow together. Maybe they'll be able to, you know, Maybe Alvarez will be able to reach. Maybe maybe Father Ray will be able to reach Alvarez somewhere down the line. At least that's what you hope. Uh, hold on one second. <clears throat> I appreciate everything you've done for me. Especially, like, you know, with the baby and all. Um, I mean, I, you know, I guess sometimes that's the way things go, you know? I mean, things just work out like that. You're right. You know, I, feel, I feel better about myself. I mean, I never thought that I'd, I'd love a baby with all my heart. I, I, you know, I never loved anything before in my life. So it's like, it, like, opened up, like, whole, whole new me. <laughs> that's, that's important, right? Figuring out who you are, you know, and, and about, about yourself. So, you know, I know now. Well, I'm real glad. Well, you know, I, I would it all to you. Well, I gotta go. Hey, Father. 
Where was God when my son died? Same place he was when his own son died. That's not an answer. That's that's not the answer that 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 that, that Alvarez is looking for. But I mean, it was the only answer he had. Is it though? I mean, I just I really I I, I feel you, but at the same time, if I'm a grieving father and I'm like, hey, where was God when my when my son died or my daughter died? Where was God when my child died? That is akin to why does God let bad things happen to good people? Um, and it, you just say it's God's plan. I'm like, Oof. I've been on the I've been on the 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 end where the person who believes in God says the 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 wrongest thing that you could say in a situation like this. Um, I've been on that other side. And I think his his answer, even though it wasn't the answer that Alvarez was looking for, it was a much better answer than what I got. I thought that one. I, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> sorry. One, I thought that Alvarez um, was very convincing. Like the actor was super convincing. Oh yeah. Um, and then I didn't know what at that. I mean, that's a weird question to ask uh, a religious person. Um, and what he was trying to get across was like, you know, even God, I guess he was trying to get across, like even God had to deal with the loss of a son or something like that. Um, I guess to, if somebody was super religious, like that, they could get away with, understand that, but I don't particularly see Alvarez as a super religious person. And so he was literally just asking that question, but I don't really know what kind of answer you can give to that. That's going to satisfy anybody at that time. And so I guess the closest thing he could do was try to make him feel like God understands, I guess. Um, but I don't think it's going to work. So uh, then after that, McManus, it's always McManus. Always. McManus goes back in to uh, have his continued unnecessary and completely uh in my eye uh completely unnatural relationship with dr nathan um i say that because uh dr nathan would never get what a dude like mcmanus Oh <laughs> uh, no, you see no, that is that so shit. true. No, fuck that shit. Well, you what you've you've been in a workplace where there's some people in that workplace that have made some very odd decisions. That's also because true of, yeah. because of the availability of the workplace. Very much so. <laughs> but so yeah, there's a there's a line by Ice Cube um before he turned into an idiot. But he was still, you know, but the line is straight up. Sometimes I sit and wonder how the hell an ugly nigga get a fine girl's number. <laughs> um, and this is what happens here. Um, but it's also another sign that McManus is a fucking asshole. Um, witnessing Keen's execution. What? Yeah, I told you. What? You didn't tell me. Oh, man. Yes, you didn't did. tell me, Gloria. This is not something I will forget. Believe me. Christ, 
Look, what is the big deal? I'm only prescribing the drugs, declaring the Gloria, death. It's not like I'm sticking Gloria, the IV in his arms. Gloria, doctors are supposed to be healers. You're supposed to help keep people alive. You're not supposed to kill them. Mansplaining. You really see this as a killing? I don't want you doing this. You what? I don't want you doing Look, this. Tim, we've only been going out for a couple of weeks, okay? Where do you get off telling me what I can and can't do? Oh. That's right. Hey, don't grab me. Then they're going steroids. No, don't talk shit. That's your man's. That's yeah. your That's your man. People can do fucked up shit. I this prison so much. Just don't act like them. Nah, nah. Go ahead. Try and defend your man's. Grabbing her all up by the arm what? and throwing her in the sh and, and, and punching walls right next to her head to try and threaten her because he's mad because she's going to be doing her fucking job. What's that got to do with anything else? I grade people on the actions that they do. So this, this was a terrible just, action. That's what do you want me to say? But what he did before wasn't terrible. Just like when he risked himself no, to go I'm help saying, Alvarez I'm, I'm just go saying, see his you baby. Told me, you, you ain't told bring me that up. up. You told me straight up that it. I did. I mentioned that whole thing just now. You didn't bring that up that I was good of him to no, do that. No, I didn't. Because yeah. he didn't put in any work. What he did was he went and threatened other people to put in yeah. the work. He went. He went to talk. That's, went, no, that's not what happened. The father, and then he went and talked to. He Saeed. went and talked to the father, and then he said, and then the father, then he said, "I don't father, need you." The father this. said, "I am not comfortable with making this call." And then and the father said, "Are you?" Said, bark, 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 bark. And then the father said, "Are you willing to risk your career to do this?" And he said, "Yes." That's what he said to him. He said, "Yes," but you ain't giving no credit for that. I can blame him for being an asshole, asshole domestic abuse. But wait, right wait, wait. How is he how is he risking his career to have the father call a guy that hates him? Like the father's literally risking his career. Father's career. No, is shot. That, no you're talking about something different. You're talking oh. about with Jefferson. I'm talking about when no, I'm the talking father about Alvarez. Said, when yeah, he, he was called the he didn't call the cardinal for Alvarez. He yes, called he the cardinal. No, he didn't. He called the cardinal. Because the cardinal put pressure on the mayor. Oh, right, for, 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 the, for, the, for the kidney the kid. transplant. Sorry, which my bad. Which is another right. good thing, which is another good thing, because no, he wanted Jefferson feeling... to be able to give the kidney. No, he wanted to absolve himself. He was like, I feel so bad. My heart is heavy. So let me ask you a question. If yes, McManus doesn't do that, does Jefferson's sister get a kidney? Probably not. Yes or no? Okay. If McManus doesn't but take Alvarez. Jefferson, so she ain't got a backup kidney in case that one don't work right. That is true. They're going to kill him, and the family is going to pick up the body. You can't use the kidney after it's already dead. Oh. <laughs> no, you, you, take, you, take, you take that bitch out right after. Like, if Right after, maybe. But I don't even know how that works with a lethal injection. Yeah, they I don't know if you use it after them drugs have been going through her body. <laughs> like, and oh, shit, not, twofer. Does Alvarez, does Alvarez, does Alvarez get to go see his son, his baby before he dies and make that decision without McManus? No, but no. give him no credit for okay, that. Okay, so cool, 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 cool. Go ahead and I say he's a people, fucking asshole for this part. I did. He is okay. a fucking asshole. So, so, he punched, so. First of all, he's punching. First of all, he's grabbing her, which you don't do. Then he's punching the fucking thing, which is the sign of an abuser. Even exactly. though he didn't hit her, it's the sign and, of an abuser. And, and I missed it. her. I missed the line. I, when I watched it, I missed that one line. We only been going together a couple weeks. Right. Like, he act like they've been together forever, yeah. and he could actually dictate some shit, bro. I, I will say this: the conversation about 
should you do that? I do think that's a valid conversation. Like, but once she says, that's my job, I don't, I want to do it. Then that's the end of it. And but I also, do think it's okay to bring up your opinion. Did, did this, yeah. Did this give y'all, it gave me purple rain vibes. Like yes. this reminded me of when Apollonia told Prince that she was going to work for Morris Day. Yep. Like these are two niggas who thought that they controlled their girls because they've only been dating for a few weeks, but they possessed their mind, heart, and soul at some point in their life. So look, he walks away. He runs into Wellesley watching Sister Pete protest out front. Some asshole runs up on Wellesley, or some asshole ran up on Sister Pete and got kicked in the balls. Run up and get done up. And McMahon, McManus and Wellesley are drinking on the job. Wellesley tells uh, McManus why she won't be at the execution, tells the story about Bambi and how she shot a deer and the head was up on the wall. And every time that she walked past the deer, she had to look at the eyes. And when she divorced her husband, all she wanted was the deer's head and she buried it. And that made McManus want her all over again. So they end up going out to the dinner that he had asked um, Dr. Nathan if she wants to, if she wanted to go to dinner. Uh, so then while, um, Jefferson Keene is getting executed while he's getting walked to the, uh, the, the death chamber or whatever they call it when you're getting lethal injection, these motherfuckers is having the most uncomfortable looking sex right against the wall (laughs) in a prison with the cell. You can see through the cell bars. He's fucking the chick on the bars. On the bars. Like, sometimes you got to get it in. What you want? I I, I want. I mean, it's a cell. A bed in there? (laughs) (laughs) That's a valid concern. But you know, know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, you see your wife in the kitchen and, you know, yeah, you don't it's where you don't at. take her you don't take her over to the staircase and put her up against the rails on the stairs. <laughs> and, and then the and then that that look on his face when they were done and he was like obviously uh. and he was you know his <laughs> of course his 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 vinegar stroke face his uh, old one, face cannot be defeated. Uh. Yeah. Um it looked like it looked like he just it looked like the picture when you lose around the street fighter when it's counting down. <laughs> so uh while he's getting his his smash on uh his smash burger um they go to tz who was walked down the hall uh to the chamber by saeed and leo uh glenn and he's like minister i don't want to die without my kufi on so saeed gives him his kufi that was a moment that 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 got that kind of touched me. Saeed is noble as fuck. Um, and so they go to they put him on the table and everything. They got him strapped down. And these are the last words of Leon in this show. You can make any statement you'd like. I want my family to know that I love them. And I believe that this punishes them more than it punishes me. I'm so sorry for the three murders that I did. And I wish by killing me today, you could bring them back. My time on this earth has been far too short. 
Maybe too short to get it all done, right? So. I'm ready to move on. All praise. And the next thing that comes up is McManus's O face. So I'm, I'm glad I stopped that just in time. <laughs> okay. I think um, that possibly is the second best performance that Leon has ever had. Other yes. than Ain't nobody came to see you, Otis. Mm-hmm. Like that, he was still Maximum Leon, but like he, that was yes. probably the best acting he's done since Ain't Nobody Came to See You, Otis. Mm-hmm. By far. So then after Keen dies, uh, he had been talking right before they came in to get him. He was talking to his uh, the guy next to him on death row, uh, whose name we find out is Richard Letalian. Fucking Eric Roberts, the, 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 the Roberts no one cares about. <laughs> oh, really? That's Eric Roberts. Yeah, the fucking best of the best, Eric Roberts too. Like I'm like, yo, you went from best of the best to be executed at Oz, nigga. Like, what the fuck just happened to you? Yo, I mean, if you're going to have a moment on Oz, it may as well be a 15 minute blast, <laughs> nigga. I'm gonna tell you what's the fucked up, moment, the most fucked up part about this story. Is... Hold on. Wait, you're that actually? It... Wait, nah. Let's watch it and then we could discuss it. Prisoner number 97L641, Richard Letalian, convicted April 3rd, 97, murder in the first degree. Sentence, death. Tomorrow. I love this. Well, my schedule's clear. Okay. Hey, Warden. This is what I want to tell you. Something I never told anybody. I suffocated Jennifer Miller. Yeah, I know. That's why you're gonna die. Also suffocated Dorothy Payne. Who? Dorothy Payne. She's a waitress up in Council Bluffs, Iowa. You confessing another murder? Uh-huh. I'll notify the proper authorities. Wait. I also suffocated Ethel Peterson and Gertrude Victor. And Mary Rapp. And Christina Trudell and Eleanor Hughes, Ruma Lomez, Lisa Masters, and Lorraine McCarthy, and Betty Case, and Irene Martin, and Amelia Nugent, and Elizabeth Phelps, and Lucille Upton, and Esther Vaughn. I said, this nigga went full DMX and just started listing names, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But like, my thing is, here's the, I think the most fucked up part about this is like, they was like, all right, we just killed a motherfucker. We killing your ass tomorrow. Like, we don't know how long he's been (laughs) there, but it's like, yo, he went from like- Back to back. (laughs) Right. They they put his ass in the express lane. It was like, oh, are we back now? I mean, but at the same time, you really got to look at the two two side by side. 
Keen killed somebody in self-defense. Yes, he murdered two other people. He apologized for those two murders, whatever. I don't know if he was adding Johnny Post and Ortolani to those deaths, but I doubt it. No, because he killed the two people at the wedding. Right. Sorry, he forgot. Right. Yes. yes. My bad. So he Reason apologized he for the three murders, whatever. Devlin was like, he needs to die first. Meanwhile, Richard Letalien confessed to 39 murders. Mm-hmm. Of course, he confessed to him after he was like the day before he was supposed to die. So maybe the governor didn't know, but yeah. I don't like giving the governor the benefit of the doubt, but he did. I don't think he knew. Yeah. But still, uh, it looked like still. he'd been on death row longer than uh, Jefferson. Yep. Yeah. Looked like he was stranded on but, death row. But the yeah, other, like the but the other part, but the other part of that is Jefferson didn't appeal. He chose not to appeal. The other dude was saying that he went through appeals and it didn't work, even though he knew he did that shit. But Jefferson didn't appeal, so that just sped that shit up. Like that's <laughs> what like, keeps people on death like, row for so long. It's the appeal it's the process. Appeals. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the judge denied your appeal. We killing your ass tomorrow. So, <laughs> so, the, so Father Ray comes in, he's talking to um he's talking to Sister Peter Marie. She's like, yo. They should execute him. I guess they should execute him 37 times, huh? And Ray is like, it doesn't work that way. But, you know, he's really a piece of crap. No, she said, she, she said if the governor had it his way, they would, they would execute him that many times. So he goes in to talk to Richard. And this is literally like the scene of this entire episode. Like that, that part where he's knocking off names. Okay, that's one thing. But this scene is just like, whew. Fucking Eric Roberts, y'all. Best of the best, for real. Whew. All I know is that once upon a time, you wanted to walk in the woods with important people. And now instead, you're here. I'm here because I love women. I love every woman I see. Tall ones, thin ones, fatties. It's true. You know, I once worked a circus one summer, and I fucked the drawer while the fat lady watched us. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I fucked trailer park trash in West Virginia. I fucked rich girls up the ass in Aspen. I fucked PhDs, retards. You know, once I fucked an amputee with both legs missing. Fucking them isn't the same as loving them. You sound just like a shrink I had once in juvie. She tried to tell me that I hated women. <laughs> I showed her. You fucked her. And her daughter. Then I snuffed Jesus. them both. If you love women so much, why do you kill them? Because when you love someone, they own you. They possess you. <clears throat> I will not be possessed. I'm here to give you absolution for your sins. Do you wish to be absolved? Fuck yes. <laughs> I did, I've, 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 on the first watch, I was like, I didn't really realize like the the like the father was cussing. He said fuck twice. And I'm like, are you supposed to say fuck? 
Oh man, fathers can do whatever they want. They just they kind of threw away to God. But, I love I love how you cut the part uh, you cut the part out where he was talking about the famous people because he only really mentioned one famous person. Yeah, no, because the reason why <laughs> I took that out was because that part it would have made it a lot longer. First of all, secondly, him talking about how it was all good until women got in there just. I mean, it, it set the, the scene, but it really didn't enhance the part that I needed to hear. Thanks, Ombudsman. Um, so, yeah, then they go ahead and they execute him. And we realize he's a horrible, horrible person. And that's the end of the episode. Like, where the <laughs> fuck did he... Well, first of all, um, where, did, where did TZ get the fucking teapot for one? Uh, two, why the fuck does this man have a yo-yo? Like, what is it? What was the point of the yo-yo? And 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 I thought when they take you to execute you, they take everything away from you. Uh, he still had the yo-yo in his hand and it drops to let you know that he's dead. But like, why did he still have that yo-yo when he was being executed? That's a good question. <laughs> Excellent question. So uh, the next episode after this is called. Eh, what is it called? Straight Life. Or Straight Life. Yeah, I think it's called Straight Life, not Straight Life. Yeah. So uh, the next episode after this is called Straight Life. Um, and yeah, Brandon, any thoughts on what's going to happen in the next episode? I mean, they closed a lot of... Uh, yeah, this one closed a lot, so I feel like a new storyline is going to start, because the season's only eight episodes, so I feel like it's going to build up to the ending of the season. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really know what to expect. I do think O'Reilly's going to keep being a snake. Uh, <laughs> he's terrible. Um, I think that McManus is tumbling down the hill, uh, and he's starting to lose it a little bit. Because of all the shit that's happening in there, starting to fuck with him, and he's starting to act like a crazy person. And I think that the governor is going to keep being jumping into shit and being terrible and making things worse. So, Scar, anything you got to say before we close out? No, man, I think that's it. I, I think we, I think we, we hit all of the points we need to hit. I'm still wondering about that fucking yo-yo uh, and the famous person that he dropped. And I was just kind of like, well, that's the famous person that you dropped? I mean, knowing that he's more famous now, but like, yo, that was the, that was the famous person. But um, other than that, I think we hit all the points. Okay. Brandon, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, on behalf of us, I'd like to uh, thank y'all again for listening to us. Please, please take a screenshot of the show. Go ahead and post it up on Twitter, wherever else you are at uh, Return to Oswald. Uh, we'll go ahead and share it with everybody. Also, um, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to the podcast at. Um, shout out to Scar, who's uh, Candle Wax Company. Uh, P-T-C-A-C Handcrafted. Yes. Yes, ptcachandcrafted.com is still taking off. He's doing big things. He had a huge oh, order. I... No, go ahead. Finish that. I didn't hear you. He had a huge order 
the uh, same day of the last episode, and, and and it's just spiking now. Like big things are in the works for him. I'm super proud of him. Um, I got candles going up. If within the, on a Tuesday, I'm, sure. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, yeah. Okay. Tuesday. Um, our, our, the candles are already live. I just need to put in how many of each I have, uh, which they're very limited edition at this point because the post office still hasn't delivered my jars, so I can't really make any more. Um, and then also, um, there's a few orders that are still in the process of being sent. Um, that order was received, but your order and someone else that ordered the same day that you did, Rashani, uh, y'all still haven't received your, your orders yet. Because Scores it's got the candles office. going up on a Tuesday. Um, Brandon. I um, do have something to say. I want to thank you guys for let, letting me watch this show. I am enjoying the show a lot. Uh, so I'm glad you guys got uh, decided to have us do this podcast because I do really enjoy this show. Uh, greatly and uh, the stuff today uh, didn't really bother me as much well yeah there wasn't anybody getting it was just people getting bullied there was nobody getting (laughs) the rape part is not the problem it's just the stuff that happened today was more sad Mm -hmm. but it could happen to anybody besides the death row stuff but like the thing with Alvarez was very sad Yeah, but you know that could happen to anybody that wasn't just a thing related to the show uh, to prison um and then, uh, and also Jefferson, you know, Leon played a good person. He played a role of like somebody who's at peace with himself. And so he wasn't so devastating throughout the whole show. He was kind of at peace. He talked to his daddy. We didn't talk about this that much, but he told his daddy that, hey, man, stop being homophobic to my brother, or at least talk to him, mm-hmm. which, you know, you don't see that that often, especially in the show in 1997. You probably definitely never saw that shit, uh, uh, especially for uh, a man gangster man in prison to say that to his daddy and to get in between his brother's legs and let his brother braid his hair on TV and then not be something portrayed as homophobic and terrible. I thought it's very progressive for 1997. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that. I mean, so they're I'm in prison. Who's show. the fuck in there bra- braiding hair in the first place? Right. Exactly. I mean, the first time we saw him getting his hair braided when he was sitting with Adam BC and, and, um, Say man, was he sitting with Say man? Okay, uh, he was there. There was a, a lady doing his hair, um, <laughs> and nobody was asking any questions because yo, he's a gangster. Was that a lady? No, but I mean, <laughs> you know, nobody asked any questions whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. word up, but yep. Um, we want to thank each and every one of y'all for checking us out. We I- really do appreciate it, huh? Um, again, thank y'all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace out. Single simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.